What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the NBA DFS Today podcast by Sports Ethos. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I am joined again by my buddy here, a new buddy, Mr. Kenny Taylor, who is going to be helping me break down this uh, slightly mega 12-game, we hope 12-game, maybe 14-game. We're not sure. DraftKings, what are you doing to us? Uh, slate on Wednesday. Uh, but man, yeah, a little bit of funkiness going on if you guys aren't aware on DraftKings. If you're looking at it the night before like we are, uh, some of these names over here are Red Kenny. I have no idea what that means. I'm still totally puzzled about that. Like half these names are red. Any any clue as to what's going on here? You know, at first I thought it was just an injury report feature they added. And I'm like, hey, they literally have a game they typically don't have on the slate today. So um, yeah. I have no idea. Your guess is as good as mine today. Yeah, it's a little bit strange. But, yeah, the uh, Dallas Mavericks game and the Orlando game, are, are they're both on here, uh, the players in the, on those teams. But both those games are at 430. I believe I saw that they had been moved to earlier in the day. So I'm assuming those won't be on the main slate when this starts. So we're going to skip over those games. We're just going to cover the other 12 games. Uh, but, Kenny, let's get right down to it, man. We got a couple of in- big injury news things I want to keep an eye on and let people know about. Again, this is going to serve as a primer for people that are you know, look at the slate in the mornings before they get to work or whatever, uh, set their lineups. And then, obviously, when he gets closer to lock, you guys need to stay on top of the news. But I'm looking for the Chris Paul news over there. Uh, I know he left that last game with an injury. He's questionable for this one. If he sits, I think campaign at 4,300 is going to be a very popular play. I'm not going to call him a smash play because he he is kind of a hit-or-miss type player. He could you know, have a pretty low, uh, low-scoring game. Um, but in general, I would say 80% of the time, he's going to put up some numbers for you. Uh, so 4,300, I do have some interest in him, Kenny. And then the other one I'm going to throw out there that people might not be so keen on or, or may, not, may not know, not might not be on top of it, is Devin Booker at 9,000. Uh, whenever Chris Paul is out, he does handle that those point guard duties. So I would look to him to get some, you know a few more assists here, just have the ball in his hands more, more of the usage we saw from three or four years ago where he was just going off the chain. So uh, do you have any qualms with those choices, Kenny, or any other thoughts about that situation? No, um, like yourself, I'm looking for this news as well about Chris Paul, but I feel like uh, one person you didn't mention was actually on the opposite side of the ball, and that's the point guard for the other team, D'Angelo Russell. He's been a little bit shaky um, this season. I guess that's the best word you could really say for him, (laughs) but (laughs) um, against a matchup where, you know, you might have um, anybody from Landry Fields, campaign, um... Oof, who else would they actually throw out there? Um, Damian Lee. Um, I feel like the point guard should have an advantage on Minnesota's side for this game, as long as it stays competitive and Chris Paul is out. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. So, uh, you know, looking at the other side of the ball, sometimes with these injury news things is, is definitely something we should consider. Uh, the other one I'm looking at, uh, Kenny, is Trey Young. He's also questionable. If he does sit, I do have a whole lot of interest in DeJounte Murray. I think DeJounte at 9,600 is a decent pick anyways. But, you know, if Trey Young does sit, I think DeJounte Murray, I won't call him a lock, but he's about as close to a lock for me as possible. How are you feeling about that? Um, DeJounte just been um, a little bit up and down this season as far as his offensive game went. Uh, when it came to his actuary stats, his blocks and steals, it's been there. Um, I feel like if Trey Young is out, I actually won't be looking for Murray. Um if you remember, um, what was the last game they played yesterday? Um, somebody from Duke, A.J. Griffin, 
hmm. had a nice little breakout game um, against uh, who they played, Milwaukee. Hmm. Uh, they gave him 30, 28, 30 minutes, almost 40 DraftKings points, and bare minimum price. So if Trey Young is out, first guy I'm looking at is AJ Griffin tonight. Yeah, they do have a good uh, a good matchup there in those Utah Jazz. Um, yeah, there were so many games going on, man. I I totally missed it. I saw some guys on the Wizards, but I'm like, who are these people? Like, it, it's it's tough, man, when there's 15 games going on to, to catch up with all that news. But uh, good call, good call. So we'll, we'll look at that uh, AJ Griffin as well. That's a good call on your part. But I got some uh, you know some interest in some other games on this slate. I don't think you know with 12 games on the slate, maybe 14, but we're gonna say 12. Uh, I think you don't necessarily need to, you know, have anyone as a lock in all, every single one of your lineups. So, um, but I am looking at the Memphis Grizzlies and San Antonio Spurs. I like this matchup a lot. Um, Spurs have been playing, you know, above, kind of punching above their weight, keeping things close. I think I like that. Uh, them do that here again with the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, Grizzlies are, are have off to a little bit of a slow start, I guess. But uh, I do have some interest in John Morant at 10-1. I think, you know, he was having a little bit of issues coming back from that injury, but uh, didn't have, look quite as explosive his first game back. But in that last game they had um, put up, I think it was 65 DK points. So I'd like for him to continue that success here against the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, how you feeling on Mr. John Morant? You feeling like he's a good player or no? Oh, yeah, I'm loving to play tomorrow uh, for Ja, especially against San Antonio. Um, I want to say a similar matchup he had this year was against probably Houston um, in terms of a team that don't really play the best of defense. And that was probably his best game of the season or second best game of the season. If I remember fantasy point wise, um, if I remember he scored almost 50 points that game, um, probably about 70 drafting points. Um, but on the other side of the ball, I actually do like Heldon Johnson in this matchup. Okay. How about yourself? I mean, I'm always sleeping on Keldon, I feel like, so I don't have him on my list, but I'm never going to blame somebody because that man's just going off, man. He's just like, he's the offense for the Spurs, so I get you on that one. Uh, what's his pricing, though? What's what's his pricing? I'm um, should be 7-4. That's not bad. That's not bad. I do like it. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies like to play with a lot of pace, and, you know, the Spurs don't play a lot of defense, so it's going to be a high-scoring affair. Uh, I haven't looked at the over or the points totals for this one, but I would have to imagine it's pretty high. <laughs> yeah, um, I believe it's 235.5 right now. So Yeah. Yeah, so Points. I can't blame you for going to Keldon, man, for sure. I got some interest, though, actually, in one of his running mates. I got some interest in Devin Vassell at 6,500. I think that's just a little bit too priced down for him. Um, you know, he's kind of an up-and-down guy this season, as it's depending on his shot falling. But, again, you know, this is a matchup where I like him to get up and down the floor, get a few more extra shots. I think if he can hit a fair amount of those – He's going to beat that price point. Um, and on the other side, actually, I've got interest. I want to I want to play some lineups, man, with Desmond Bain and Devin Vassell. Devin Vassell both in there. So uh, Devin, Desmond Bain is 7,700. Devin Vassell 6,500. I've got interest in both those guys. Are you interested in those guys or no? Um, I do like Bain in this matchup. Um, but when it comes to Vassell, I actually like Trey Jones a little bit better in this matchup. Okay. Um. Similar price, I want to say Trey Jones a little bit cheaper at 5'8". Mm-hmm. And usage rating-wise, even with Vassal playing, um, Trey Jones actually did get a little bit of the edge against uh, Vassell during the usage rating. Outside of Keldon Johnson, he's the second-highest usage-rated player on the Spurs. And I feel like you know his floor is a little bit lower than um, Devin, but his ceiling is probably just about the same at 
40 DraftKings points. Yeah, he just he just went off that last game. Maybe that's part of it because every time a guy goes off, I'm like, man, I don't know. He's probably going to put up a stinker that next one. But uh, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he keeps this thing going against the Grizzlies. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I got one more guy here though, and it might come maybe maybe it'll come as a surprise to people, maybe not. But I'm gonna throw it out there. It's it's a it's a dart throw play. It's not something I'm in, I'm gonna have him in like one or two of my lineups. I'm probably gonna play 20 lineups like I usually do. So, um, but I like some Charles Bassey, man, at 30 at 3,000. Uh, bottom pricing. Uh, this guy is a point per minute monster, and Zach Collins is injured. He just uh, just reported that uh, he got his face fractured, so he's gonna be out one to two weeks. And Bassey was the one that was the uh, first first man in when Collins was out. Collins played five minutes. Bassey played 16. I'm looking for Bassey to get close to 20 in this in this matchup uh, against the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm hoping Stephen Adams doesn't play because if not, then Bassey's going to clean up on those boards, I think, and that's going to be a big boon to his uh, to his floor. But he did score 18 DK points in those 16 minutes in that last game. So uh, if he gets close to 20, I'm, I'm looking to four close to 20 DK points. Again, it's rock bottom pricing, uh, 3,000. So can't really beat that if you want to stack in with that ag griffin call and go with some stars of scrubs you know i like it there but uh any interest in, in bassy on your side um i was actually looking there but um now that you mention it that's something i might actually look at in the gpp <laughs> that's why we do these things man that's why yeah gpps are what i play that's how we do these so it's all good uh moving on toronto raptors and houston rockets i got some interest in this game too um are you feeling this game or you got something else you like uh, a little bit better on the slate um i'm kind of surprised because i was actually a big fan of this game too okay especially when i saw the over because um <laughs> right now they got it set at um 224 okay. which seems a little bit too low for me yeah yeah um, might have to lock in the over on that one <laughs> <laughs> pascal's out um and it seemed like the price ain't really adjusted on the Toronto side for that, since we got Gary Trent Jr. at less than 6K. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, that I feel like in this type of pace matchup, um, low defensive rating, because we brought it up in the drama rank game. That was one of the games Jaw went off in. This is a good game. Gary Trent could probably get you about 70% shooting, get you a couple of ancillary stats, get you about 40 DK points for less than 6K. Yeah, I do like that Gary Trent call. And I think you can stack, honestly, a couple Toronto guys. I mean, I like, I love, 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 love Fred Van Vliet at 8,100. I mean, this dude, he can he can put up a dud for you because he can go one for 11 from the floor. He's done it already this season. That can happen. So be wary of that. Uh, so I'm not locking him into every single one of my lineups, but I do like him a lot at 8,100. His price has jumped a little bit, but not enough to cover for what he's been doing without Pascal Siakam. And I do like Scotty Barnes also at 7,700 and OG Anobi at 7,000. Uh, I was touting these guys a couple you know games ago without uh, Pascal Siakam. They've jumped a little bit, like you said, but it hasn't quite got to the point where I'm not willing to play these guys. So I think you can stack any of those and Gary Trent Jr. And if you do that, on the other side of the ball, I'm going to play me some Jalen Green at 6,100 because, man, he struggled to start the season, one of the worst field goal percentages in a couple different metrics you know, in the NBA. But we all knew that that was going to normalize, and he's starting to turn it around. Um, it's a tough, tough matchup for him. Obviously, the front Raptors have a lot of, a lot of length and all that. But Jalen Green's a scorer, man. He's he's a straight up bucket. So uh, I got some interest in Jalen Green. What about you? Um, for the Houston side, I actually have interest in KJ KJ Martin. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, 
Pascal's out, so Chris is going to be out there. Scotty's going to be out there. Um, Adenobi. And I feel like outside of Shingun, um, there's really no scoring threat for a forward since... um, Well, I can't think of the rookie's name right now. Um, Oh, uh, Jabari Smith Smith. Jr. Yeah. Um, If... I saw he was questionable. Yeah. So if Smith is out, nuts man up will be KJ Martin. And at four seven, I feel like with his offensive skill set, that would just be a steal in this matchup. Uh, last time he was out, I locked in some Tari Eason, and he had a really good game. So I might look there. I'm trying to look up his. Oh, he's 4300 now. I wouldn't go there actually. Never mind. No Tari Eason for me. Yeah, KJ is a good call though. They're trying to showcase him. Trying to. They were trying to move him, but now there's talks that he might extend over there. Uh, in Houston, which is kind of strange, but I mean, either way, they're playing them a lot of minutes, so I, I do like that call. Um, do you have any, well, let me tell you guys. Tell me, guys, let me tell you guys this: if you guys aren't in our DFS pass already, you should go get it. Talk to guys like me and Kenny. Uh, get get our you know expert opinions on this stuff. Uh, see what we're doing up up to lock. It's just four ninety nine a month. You guys got to go get that. Go to sportsethos.com, sign up. That price will go up, so just lock it in now. Uh, you can also get the wager pass and the fantasy pass as part of the Ethos 360 package. So uh, go get that today, and you know let's start winning some money, man. But hey, Kenny, do you have any interest in any other games, or do you have like a, a play that you're like really excited about that we haven't talked about yet on the slate? Um, there is one more game that you um, haven't brought up yet, and it's mm-hmm. actually um, New Orleans Chicago. Okay, hey, you never talk um, about language, man. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right now it's in at a 229 total, mm-hmm. and my favorite player on this slate so far, if he plays, is Zach Levine for 7-4. That's nice. way too cheap yeah. for a player who could get you over 30 real life points, and a, yeah. plus you know some ancillary stats around there as well. And for a GPP play, somebody who'd been performing like he was 20 years old again. Goran Dragic for three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. It's been crazy, man. Like, I, I love him. Like, I was because I always look at these Bulls players. And I'm like, man, am I being a home or is that a good price? I did look at those two guys. The one thing about Zach Levine that get, makes me pump the brakes is that big game against Toronto. They they were throwing the double at DeMar like hard, 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 hard. And both of those games they played against him. And obviously, Zach missed that first one. But that second one. Um, I mean, they were just taking the ball out of DeMar's hands at, like, half court. So, like, Zach was just so free to go score. But, I mean, yeah, I can't deny that that, could, that dude could drop, you know, 30, 40 real-life points. So, you know, there's a big ceiling there. So, you know, I, I don't think it's a bad play at all. But that's the one thing that makes me pump the brakes is, like, you know, if they're actually playing defense on him, mm, but we'll see see how that goes. But, no, Goran Dragic, you mentioned him, man. Yeah, he is turning back the clock, playing really well this season. And I've missed the boat on him a few times already, so maybe I will again. But uh, his price has come up a little bit. He was, like, 3400 now he's 3800 But I think he's still a decent play. Um, I like the Charlotte Hornets and the Portland Trailblazers. I got to cut interest in a few of the guys over here, Kenny. Um, and I love, I love, 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 love Terry Rozier at 7,800. Um, Dame Lillard and Anthony Simons, not known for their defense. They're not going to play a lot of defense. Terry Rozier getting up 23 shots, I think, in the last two games with the Charlotte Hornets. He is the offense. There's no Gordon Hayward. He's going to have volume. He's been shooting like absolute trash the last three or four games. He's like 29 to 35%. But 
I think if he can make some of those shots, he's going to get that kind of volume. I think at 7,800, that's a good price for him, honestly. And on the other side of the ball, um, this is not the right game, so <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Isaac Mitchell said another guy here that I want to mention a little later, but uh, I had him in the wrong spot. Isaac Mitchell is also in some Jalen McDaniels at 4,900. But uh, talk to me about Terry Rozier here, 7,800. Uh, you feeling uh, that's a yay or nay on that play? I like it, but I don't think Vegas will really agree with it. Right now, the total for this game is 221.5. And I feel like that's a little bit too low of a total on a 12-game slate to take a risk on somebody who will get most of their points from real-life points. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking at that total on the other side of the ball, I actually like Josh Hart for 6-3. I feel like a lot of rebounds could be found in games against Charlotte. And Josh Hart, he can get you about 8-11 to 11 rebounds in a game in this type of atmosphere, especially if um, Nurkic is out as well. Yeah, good call, good call. And uh, it's a fair point with the whole, you know, not taking that chance with the 12-game slate. Don't have to. You're right. There's other, maybe other options out there. So maybe you got to rethink that Terry Rozier love. I don't know. Because I'm usually hating on the guy, so it's kind of strange. But, um, okay, last game I got on here that I've got, you know, several guys in is I've got uh, Brooklyn Nets and the New York Knicks. And I do like, and these these are more of like value plays. Uh, so I'm not really like targeting Kevin Durant here or Julius Randle or anything like that. I'm targeting uh, like Royce O'Neal at 5,300. And you know it's a guy that's really stepped up with Kyrie out. Um, another guy I'll, I'll just mention him right now, Cameron Thomas at 5,000. I'm not going to have these guys in a whole lot of lineups, but I'm going to have them in a few here and there. Uh, Cam Thomas getting volume. Uh, shots up without Kyrie Irving and Royce O'Neal is a guy that produces across the board. So Royce O'Neal is going to be the safer play of these two. They're about the same salary. So, you know, you can get one or the other, but Royce O'Neal is going to be the safer of the two for sure. Cam Thomas is really relying on that shot falling. He hasn't had a big scoring game, big, big scoring game yet. He's been scoring in the teens, but I'm looking for him, man. If he can, if his shot will fall, he will score 22 to 25 real life points and, you know, at 5,000, I think he's going to smash that salary. So uh, last guy I'm going to throw here, it's all Brooklyn side, uh, is actually Markeith Morris at 3,000. This is a dart throw. Uh, again, just some kind of like a punt play. But there's no Utah Watanabe in this game. So I'm thinking Markeith Morris is going to, you know, get that maybe 15 to 16 minutes a game uh, in this game. And if he does, he's a guy that is not afraid to shoot. He's going to chuck up shots. <laughs> and the minute he steps on the floor, he's going to go get try to get you some points. So um, those are the three plays I like on Brooklyn. Brooklyn, you feeling those or, or not so much? Um, I was not looking at uh, Morris, but you're right. If he does get the opportunity, he's somebody who will. It's tough because he might not, <laughs> but I think he might. He might. I'm going to have him like maybe one or two in my lineups, just just in case, just in case. But he's going to chuck. He's going to chuck. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Cam Thomas is somebody I've been on ever since Kyrie right. been out the rotation. So I really do love that play. But my favorite two plays from this slate is actually on the opposite side of the ball. Okay. Uh, for his cash game, it has to be Julius Randle. Yeah. <laughs> um, when it comes to interior scoring, best interior score in this game. <laughs> when it comes to rebounding, I hate to say it, but he might be the best rebounder in this game as well. <laughs> so that's a double-double bonus that we're going to have on DK. And he's less than 7-5. So I feel like that's a nice little play for cash game. And if I'm going GPP, I need to go with Obi Toppin. 
Since mm-hmm. if Randall don't get it done, I feel like Toppin probably going to have the opportunity to get it done himself. They gave him a boatload of minutes that last game. I, I don't know why. I wasn't watching it, but, uh, man, he, yeah, he put up some pretty good numbers, so that's a good call. Uh, okay, I got some other guys around the league here that I got some interest in. Here's a guy I had in the wrong game. I'll go ahead and give him to you now. I love, Dar- I love again, Darius Garland at 6,900. He was priced this last slate. I don't get it, Kenny. This is too cheap. For Darius Garland, I understand Donovan Mitchell's there, but this guy's got to be more like a seventy-five hundred to eight thousand, you know, dollars salary player. So I, I mean, I- am I crazy or or is this the right pricing for him? Oh no, that's my favorite late game slate play. Yeah. Um, I really don't understand why he's still this low of a price. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to offensive production, outside of Mitchell, he's number two and at times the number one option on that team. Um, I'm not sure if the game total is out for this game, but if I had to take guess, this will be about a 2.30 game. So you're looking at an easy oof, 20 and 10. Looks like it's, yeah, because they're playing the Kings. and they, I mean, Kings, I mean, geez, Kings don't play any defense. But they're, uh, the game total here is 2.26. I feel like that's too low. So I might have to smash over on that one too. But I think it should be closer to like 2.30. I think you're right about that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, anytime Donovan Mitchell sits, it's Darius Garland show. So it just, it's just too, too, too low. Go ahead and get him in. I'm going to get him in probably at least half my lineup. So, uh, anyone else you like on this slate before I go ahead and uh, get too excited about someone else? <laughs> um, the only person you haven't mentioned that I actually like on this slate that actually surprised me a little bit was actually, um, Jordan Clarkson. Mm. Interesting. I, I like the matchup against. Atlanta, especially if Trey Young plays. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to offers to production, uh, pace of play, I feel like Utah will slow it down. And it seemed like whenever Atlanta are playing teams with slower pace offense, they do have a little bit trouble against their guards. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, that's not something I will be playing a lot of. But mm-hmm. if I'm doing a GPP play, that's probably going to be something I'm going to have in about 25% of them. I have some interest, and I love the pricing again on Miles Turner at 5,700. I know he just had a big game, so a lot of people are probably going to be on him. So I'm not going to lock him into every single lineup. I mean, you could he could definitely just totally crap the bed, and I wouldn't be surprised at all because he's not. I mean, they're not motivated to to play him a lot, or you know, to play him a lot of minutes if they're not like winning or whatever. So. Um, they're playing against Denver, though, and I was looking at his block totals against Denver the last three years, and he's hit, you know, six the last, time, the last game they played uh, last year. He hit five the, the year before that, three in the other game. So the block totals are there because Jokic is a high-usage player, so he's going to get – and he's a block specialist, so he's going to get those blocks pretty much guaranteed. And if he gets those points and rebounds like he got last game and hits that double-double for us at 5,700 – there's no way, man. So I think there's a lot, a big ceiling there. I think the floor could fall out for Miles Turner because the the Pacers are just a hard team to kind of judge. But I do like him quite a lot. I got him bolded, so I've got, I'm going to have him in quite a few of my lineups here. Um, another guy I'm going to go through, go ahead and throw out there from the same game is Michael Porter Jr. 6500. Indiana is the fourth, gives up the fourth most three pointers per game in the league. And we all know that Michael Porter Jr. wants to shoot 50% from three-pointers, and he's going to shoot a lot of them. And so I feel like this is a Michael Porter Jr. type game in a game environment where, you know, Jokic is going to kind of be a little bit passive and try to get his teammates involved and try to get some assists there. And so I'm looking for MPJ to have a big game. So are you feeling anything else 
in this uh, Denver Indiana game, or are you just gonna fade it, man? Um, two players that I might have some um, exposure to is Bones Highland at four nine. Um, similar to your thoughts about uh, Michael Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. If Jokic's being passive, Highland will have no problem taking any shots he could find, especially yeah. against a defense like Indiana, ranked in the bottom five in the league. I feel like this is a game Highland can get you about 25 real-life points. And on the other side of the ball, in a couple GPPs, I actually might play um, TJ McConnell for 3-3. Yeah, I was looking I was looking at him, man. I was looking at him. I was like, oh, man, because he is a guy that puts up stats across the board. He'll get you some boards, get you some assists. Um, his scoring isn't really always there, but he doesn't need it because he gets those other stats. So um, probably not going to hit that double-double for you, but, yeah, he's such a low salary that he is going to probably beat that price point, I would think. So, yeah, that's a, that's a good call. I might have to add him back to my list, man. Dang. Uh, all good, though. I've uh, I've got some Thrive plays. Did you get a chance to look at Thrive this time or no? Um, didn't get a chance yet, but I know a it's couple all... props already that I'm oh, okay. going to be looking at. Well, hit me, hit me with some props, and then I'll give, I'll give everyone the Thrive plays. All right. Um, the first prop is actually going to be a under on Jason Tatum points. Um, depending on what site you're looking on, it's probably going to be anywhere from 26.5 to 27.5. And I really do feel like a game against Detroit spread is about 11 or 12 already. That's before the injury report. I could really just see Tatum being pretty passive, giving you a quick 20. And probably just capping off around 22. That's fair. I like it. What else you have? And the second one I have is actually another under. Mm -hmm. And that's actually under on Jokic, PRA. (laughs) Yeah, I do like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Should be around um, 43 to 45.5, depending on what site you're looking at. And... You mentioned it earlier. That's a game that you could really see Jokic's being very passive on. Mm-hmm. And I don't really see him going over 35 PRA this game. Yeah, and I think the Nuggets will take, you know, quick work of, of the Pacers. I mean, I think they're just going to beat them, and it's not really going to be that close. And if that's the case, then, you know, maybe maybe Jokic sits for the fourth quarter. But um, even even if he doesn't, uh, you know, I think it's a good chance he goes under there. So I, I love that call, definitely. Uh, okay, so Thrive. If you guys aren't on Thrive yet, go to thrivefantasy.com, sign up, enter the promo code ethos at sign up. You'll get a deposit match, bo- match bonus up to 250 bucks, and you're gonna play these games, man. And these uh, these plays that we have for you today are going to be from their tournament, which you know you pick 10 out of 20 of these props, and if you hit the most points, you win a bunch of money. With 20 bucks in, you win a thousand bucks. So it's a big return uh, if you get first, which I did last season. I did it. I did it. You can do it. I promise you. Go there, sign up. Uh, let's play. Uh, but Miles Turner, over three and a half blocks. That gets you, I believe, 115 points there. So it's plus odds on that site. And I already mentioned it before, looking at the previous matchups between, you know, Turner and Jokic. Uh, again, it's a high usage player that does go a little bit against what we were just saying. It's actually 130 points, actually. So I'm going to take that gamble all the, every day. Uh, but we were just saying that, you know, maybe Jokic is a little bit passive here. So if that does happen, might have a little issue hitting that. 
But I think uh, he'll still be able to get there, even if he's not getting those blocks on Jokic. He's just a block specialist, and I'm all over Miles Turner. So uh, I like that prop. I also like DeJounte Murray, over 28.5 points and assists, but this is only if Trey Young sits. He's going to be the man, obviously. So, you know, uh, these props don't adjust uh, based on the injury news. So take advantage of that. If Trey Young does sit, I think there's a good chance he goes over there. Uh, Jalen Green over 20.5 points, and that's only 90 points, so you're getting a little bit less than 50-50 odds. But, again, I think, you know, the shots are going to normalize for Jalen Green. Didn't shoot it very well. I think they're going to come around. I think he's going to have a a string of big games again here, just like he did down the stretch last season. Nikola Vucevic under 13.5 rebounds, and this is especially if Andre Drummond is, is back in the lineup. So, you know, be wary of that. Looking for that. Uh, look for that news out there, but I believe this is a 50-50, or maybe it's a little bit under. Nope, it's 85 points to go under, but that's okay. We're still going to take it. Uh, I think even if Drummond doesn't play, uh, Vooch might get a lot of minutes, but you know they've got a lot of rebounders on the other side of the ball, so it's going to be tough for him to get 14 rebounds. Um, CJ McCollum, over 5.5 assists. This is 100 points, so it's a 50-50 for them. Uh, Bulls defense is Swiss cheese. <laughs> Take advantage of that. Uh, you know, the, the Pelicans are going to score. Uh, Pels have all their weapons here, and, you know, McCollum has been hitting it. I know he had that one game with zero assists. I get it. It's a meme. Move on. He's had five, seven, eight assists in the last, you know, five, six games. So uh, I think he'll hit the six, six assist mark for us. And the last one I got here, oh, no, I got a couple more. Cat uh, under 36.5 points and rebounds. That's 105 points. This is a tough matchup. And Gobert is also back. The lines on, on sportsbooks are actually 31.5 for points and rebounds for Cat. So you're getting a whole five extra for him to go under. So I'm going to take the under there. Uh, Darius Garland, over 21.5 points, 110 points. It's the Kangs. We all know the Kangs don't play defense. So go attack those Kangs and uh, lock in Darius Garland over 21.5 points. And then the last one I got here. I can take a breath. <laughs> Tomas Sabonis, over 10.5 rebounds, 95 points for that one. So it's a little bit less than 50-50. But um, I just think that it's a, a good you know opportunity for him in this game to get some boards. Um, I think he's crushed that all season. Uh, it's Cleveland. So he's going to stay on the bed. He stay on the floor uh, with Jared Allen and with Evan Mobley, and he's going to be having to battle those guys on the board. So I like him to, to grab the over there. But that's it, man. Now I can breathe and I can go home happy. <laughs> I am Keith Gorky. You can find me on Twitter at, at @bsbpkeith And Kenny, where can the good people find you, man? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at OrangeDFS. At Orange DFS. Go follow him, guys. Definitely. This guy knows his stuff. So until next time, though, let's get that money.